Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds on 1037 The Buzz. Welcome back to Out of Bounds, live from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Reggie Swin, Jason Nicholson. If you want to get involved in the show today, you can call 501-661-1037. Text, same number, Southern Structural Solutions text line, uh, 501-661-1037. Gangster Museum of America Life and Feedback. We have something special coming up in this hour. Donald Driver, former NFL receiver for the Packers and uh, he played his entire career for the Packers Super Bowl champ five-time Pro Bowler and he's in the Packers Hall of Fame he's going to come in and uh, spend some time with us this hour with the Packers having a big game coming up against the Cowboys so that's uh, one of the playoff games that's coming up this weekend that's my guy man D-Drive we talk we talk probably three four times a year man and every time we talk, man, he's got something going on business-wise. Donald is real big in Green Bay, so he's always up there doing something. But I can't wait to talk to him, man, see what he got going on. Yeah, it's going to be good. We have uh, a question for you, Reg, um, as far as the Razorback basketball team. What would you do differently with this basketball team right now? Now, first game against Auburn, they got beat by 32. And then last night... They played against a Georgia team that's been playing a lot better, and uh, they came up short at Georgia, and they were behind most, uh, pretty much the entire game. Started off scoreless. Georgia went on a run, and uh, Arkansas made it interesting, but just didn't have enough. You know, I support Musk. You know, I like Musk. I like what he's been doing, but he's gotta, he's gotta stop getting the guys one and done. He's gotta get some continuity built. And you can say that for you know a lot of people, but you know if guys are coming in playing one year and leaving, there's no continuity being built. And you know I think that that the style he coaches in, you can't run your style or force your style on every team that you have. You have to put your coaching style to what you have. Uh, and I say this all the time in football terms: is just because you have a certain offense you run. If you don't have the players that fit that offense, you can't run that particular offense. And I think that's what he's going through with this. He's trying to run his system because it's been working. But, you know, maybe this year, you know, he don't have the players to fit that system. So he has to make an adjustment as a coach. Uh, You know, March Madness coming up. Are we going to make it? Right now, we're not playing well enough to make it. Looks like uh, we have Donald Driver coming on with us right now. Green Bay Packer receiver, Super Bowl champ, Donald Driver. Mm. Welcome to Out of Bounds. Hello, Donald. Yeah, what's up? Hey, how's it going today? Man, I'm good. How about yourself? Oh, everything's good. What's up, Drive? Man, I'm chilling, chilling, dog. Let me tell y'all something about Drive, man. I'm doing good, man. Drive is a guy, when I got traded to Green Bay in 2004, it was. And I was up there with Driver and Ferguson and uh, what's the Florida State guy name, uh, Don? Jay Walker. Javon Walker. Javon Walker and uh, Antonio Freeman. So I get to that to that room up there with Coach Sherman, and you're talking about a receiver room that was loaded with, with talent. I knew I wasn't going to play receiver. <laughs> I couldn't wait to get up out of that team. I said, man, I ain't finna get no snappers up here with these guys up here, man. What's going on, man? Oh, my God. That boy crazy. Hey, hey so, uh, Donald, with 
The Packers making the playoffs. I think uh, they may have surprised some people coming into the season uh, a little bit as far as with their chances coming in and how they played at times throughout the season. But they put it all together. Now they have a playoff game coming against the Cowboys. What do you see with the Packers taking on the Cowboys coming up this weekend? No, it was a great season. I think a lot of people kind of wrote them off a week, you know, after week two. They kind of said that the Packers was a rebuilding year. We lost Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. I think it was just uh, we lose Devontae Adams a couple of years ago. So I think they felt like with Christian Watson being out, you know, Reed's young, you know, you got Kirk Young, you got my boy Bo Young. So the list just goes on and on and on of young players, right? So everyone kind of just wrote them off very long. But, I, you know, I, I've always had – uh, Jordan's back. Uh, I supported the kid from day one when he walked into that uh, locker room, and so I just always told him, "You're gonna get your opportunity, and you got to make the best of it." This was the first year he had a full start, played all, you know, was able to play in all 17 games. That's never happened in his career. So this was the first year he got behind the the center, and we just knew, man, that this was the opportunity for him. And um, you know, when you control your own destiny later in the year, then at the end of the day. Is either you or them, right? And they made the best out of it by going in, winning two games uh, to get them in the postseason. And as we all know, it all starts over again. So everyone's zero zero. How valuable is that for Jordan Love to have some of those young receivers they've drafted over the past couple of seasons, and they're able to grow together where you have the quarterback-receiver connections. They're all able to grow together. That was something that when Aaron Rodgers was there, it was always put out that they weren't drafting receivers and putting talent around them. But how valuable is that for a quarterback like Jordan Love, who is in the first season starting, and, and now he's able to grow with some of those young receivers around him? Well, I think it makes it hard, man. I think it's not even easier. I think it was hard because, you know, this is not college. Normally you go into a college atmosphere, and now you have the young guys, all guys are young, quarterbacks young, receivers young, running backs young, linemen, whatever, right? But when you get to the professional level, you normally don't have a young locker room like that, right? So this is the first time these guys have had a young locker room, especially at the receiver court. You know, Aaron stepped in. We just came when Aaron became a starting quarterback. A lot of people just don't remember this, but we had just came out the NFC Championship game. No one really knows that story, right? But Aaron walked when Brett walked away. Aaron had the best receiver group in the National Football League. So it's like, how do you? you he went into this thing full focus, and from time on. He always had veterans in that locker room until he retired, right? And you saw a couple of years of last year, they didn't have the veteran locker room anymore. The only person that was better locker person in that locker room was, um, you know, Randall Cobb, and that was it. And so, so I think this is an opportunity for them to, to scale together. But again, it wasn't a rebuilding year. It's just that young players playing with all they have, and that's the hard desire to, to prove people wrong. And so now they they're in it, man. Now they're in the hunt. Um, We've, we've been in that same position before, and you go on the road and you got to play and hope that you don't make the minimal mistakes that's going to cost you the game. What do you think are some of the, the biggest factors that have led to Jordan Love's success? Is it the fact that he was able to sit back and learn from Aaron Rodgers, or is it the coaching staff? What is it that has led to him being successful and what he was able to do this season? Yeah, I mean, I think it's always when you get you don't have to get thrown in the fire as a as a high a, you know high draft pick, but then a young guy coming in, right? Um, Aaron sat behind Brett for three years. He got to see it a two year and a half years. He got to see what Brett did. Uh, Jordan got the same thing, right? So you, you learn from these veteran Hall of Fame quarterbacks. It makes your game easy. Early in the year, I think you know Jordan was trying to do too much, and then he just slowed the game down. He let the game come to him, and we saw what he can do. You know, he proved it that listen, if I let the game come to me, I can slow the game down. Um, I'm going to be successful, and it was a proven fact that now everyone's uh, everyone's on this. You know, they all on his back now, so I love it. So, what do you see with this matchup in the Packers and the Cowboys? What do, what do you see from the Packers standpoint, and then from the Cowboys standpoint, and kind of breaking this game down? Yeah, Cowboys got a great defense, right? I think that's what they live off of. Their offense has been solid over the last uh, three to four weeks. You know, their offense has been scoring and realized they've got to get the ball in C.D. Lamb's hand. He can make plays. But, you know, we got the number one corner back. It's the number one corner in the game. we got Alexandra back. So that's going to be a good matchup between them two. Uh, our line is about to play well. Um, you know, they got one of the best, if not the best, defensive end, the last linebacker in the game uh, with, with Parsons. So it's going to be a, it's going to always be a challenge. Uh, so I think, and you know, Blaine's over there. I, we got young receivers, but we got young young talent receivers that is ready to play. 
and uh, and make the plays that they need to make. So it's, it's going to come down to whoever makes uh, whoever makes the most mistakes is going to lose the game. The ones that make the least is going to win it. And so it's, it's going to go down to the wire. It's not going to be a blowout like I think so many people are thinking. It's going to it's going to be a complete shootout. Uh, but again, it's going to be the defensive stand. Whoever plays the best defense is going to win this game. Who's going into the playoffs uh, that you see is really playing at a high right now? Who who are some of the hot teams going into the playoffs? I mean, I think in the NFC we we got it. We got to take our hats off uh, to the Forty ers They're just playing hot. They haven't they haven't had any setback lately, um, and so I think they're playing hot. And then I got to go on the AFC side. I got to go give it to the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson's playing lights out, MVP year. Uh, a lot of people saying he doesn't deserve it, but again, that's 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 he say she say at the end of the day. But you, you let the game speak for itself, and I think he's proven that he should be the MVP this year. And then from there, um, man, I don't know. You know, I thought the Dolphins were going to be at the top of that list. They seem to fall off with all the drama that's going on there. And then the Eagles, man, I thought they were going to be at the top. Talk about this thing for a very long time, but you know, when 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 you, uh, they always say when when you got drama in the backyard, man. Soon got to come out to the front, right? It's like a big brawl. Things happen. So right now uh, it's all coming out full force. And so the teams that everyone rated high are not as high anymore. We're speaking with Donald Driver here on Out of Bounds. NFL receiver played his entire career for the Packers. Super Bowl champion Donald Driver. Uh, let's reflect on your career a bit, Donald. You went to Alcorn State, seven-round pick. What was that journey like? To uh, to make your way to the NFL, being a seven round pick, I tell you this, it wasn't easy. <laughs> it wasn't easy at all. Uh, no, I'll say this, man. Uh, it was an it was an amazing journey, right? I I was a great receiver in high school. You know, my grandfather wanted me to go go to a black college. The only black college that offered me a scholarship at that time was Alcorn State University. So I, that was the only one, right? Everyone else I had was all the the Power Five schools, and so. That's where I wanted to go. My choice was to go to A and M or the University of Miami, and so I had those two scholarships. But I, my, I wanted to make my grandfather proud, so I chose Alcorn State University. Went there, uh, but again, I think as you really don't understand the ins and outs of the Power Five versus the HBCUs until you actually go to HBCU, right? And so I, I realized that now that I'm done playing and I can sit back and watch it from afar. It's hard. It's going to be hard for a lot of HBCU guys to get into the next level, uh, just because we don't have the resources. And so, you know, we've been uh, we've been very blessed to, in my companies now. What we've been very blessed to, to start that process with HBCUs. But man, it's, it's one of the hardest things to do. And then once you can get in the door, right? I think that was my number one goal: the seven round draft pick. Um, I just wanted to go. I wanted to go to the combine. I wanted to go to the Senior Bowl. I wanted to go to East and West Shrine Game. But I didn't get invited, right? And at that time, I put up 1,200 yards. I thought that was enough to get me at least invited to one of those games, but it wasn't, right? And so my pro date, I had um, 18 scouts out there. I did well. And then um, two days later, the Green Bay Packers came out, single, by themselves. And, and then sometimes you just got to – I didn't have my best day uh, when the Packers came out there, but you see that was the team that drafted me and uh, made it all possible. So I can't look back now and say, wish – could have wishes, you know, it just doesn't work that way. So I've had a great career. I'm the only Packer player that has played 200 games in Green Bay, and look where I'm at now. So I'm, I'm excited, man. Let's, let's go back to Alcorn State, and what was that experience like playing with a guy like Steve McNair? Oh, my God, it was great, man. Man, listen, when you run the run and shoot like that, man, you know that I don't care. If you play receiver anywhere in the world and they tell you they're going to do a run and shoot offense with no running back, you better go there, especially if you want to make it to the next level. And so it was awesome, man, because he was slinging that thing around. He was a different breed. He was, uh, he was I'll say this, at, at that time in college football, he was the best quarterback uh, in college football. And I think that's why he went third pick uh, in the NFL draft to, you know, to my, my team, the Houston Oilers, back in the days. Don, when you, when, when, when you look back at your career, um, you know, you made your name with Brett. And then when you found out Brett was leaving with all that drama and that and that Rogers was going to come in and take over, did you think your numbers would go down, being that you was a guy that had now proven yourself and with, like, high numbers, and now there's new guy coming in not knowing what he's going to do? Uh, no. I mean, when Brett retired, man, I, I was already at the pinnacle of my career, right? I was in my seventh year at that time. Um, and so I knew that, you know, 
it didn't matter who threw the ball to me. But you know, as a receiver, man, my biggest thing is I got to catch the ball. I don't care who throws it. My grandma could throw it. I still got to catch it, right? So that's my job. So I didn't care if it was Brad, it was Aaron, it was Doug Peterson, Aaron Brooks, uh, Matt Hasselbeck, you know, because I played with those guys, all those guys were there when I was there. You know, Eric Crouch, it didn't matter, man. At the end of the day, uh, I catch football. And so that never, that, I guess that never bothered me, you know, at that point. I just knew that we did have some young guys. You know, we had, at that time, Greg Jennings that came in, um, J.J. Um, so we, we had some young guys, very talented guys. And I never question, you know, who was going to get the ball, how we was going to get the ball. I just, listen, we just make plays, man. And every opportunity that I got, uh, I made it. And so, you know, when I look back now, to be the all-time packing league receiver in franchise history as a seven-round draft pick, that's unheard of, right? So uh, I've done that piece, and now I'm just sitting back waiting until that day when the Hall of Fame called me and said, Donnie, you know something? You well, is well deserved. That's what, that was my next question. With the numbers you put up in Green Bay, did you think your numbers was worthy of going into the Hall of Fame? And how long do you think you got to wait for that? You know, I'll say this. I don't think there was a – there's no blueprint, right? I think when I retired, I thought my numbers were good to be the all-time tackle league receiver in franchise history, an organization that's been around for over 100 years. Sometimes, you know, you think that that's all you have to do, right? And I think if they would have gave me a blueprint and said, hey, drive, listen, you need 1,000 catches, you're going to need 100 touchdowns, you're going to need 15,000 yards to go into the Hall of Fame. Hell, I'll still be playing to this day at 48 years old, right? Because now I know once I get those numbers, I'm guaranteed in. But I think when I retired, um, I had a chance to go other places, man. You know, I wasn't done. I was in my 14th season. That was it. Uh, but, I, you know, my family didn't want me to play anymore. My wife was tired. She was like, I'm done. I don't want you to play anymore. I don't want you to get hit. And it was easy for me to walk away, man, knowing that uh, I, I promised the fans in Green Bay that I would never wear another uniform. And, um, you know, sometimes you have to be loyal, right? Even though I knew I could still play, I knew the Packers, the organization was going in a different route with, with the young guys. And I think Jordy, and I'll say this, Jordy, Cobb, J.J., um, I don't know if they would have ever got the opportunity if, if I would have stayed around, right? I don't think they would have ever got the opportunity. So to give them, give them the opportunity by walking away from the game, uh, allow Jordy to become Jordy Nelson, right? Allow James Jones to become the James Jones that everyone recognized and know, and then Randall Cobb. So, uh, it was easy for me and Greg to walk away from Greg. You know, Greg didn't walk away. Greg went on to play for Minnesota and, and do the things that he needed to do in Miami. I, I stepped away. We're speaking with Donald Driver here on Out of Bounds, Super Bowl champ, Green Bay Packers receiver. Now, Donald, you get to a point you mentioned about, you know, you played your whole career with the Packers, and then you get to a point where uh, you're, you're going to uh, retire, step away from the game, and then you think about what you're going to do post-football, so, so what are you doing these days? What are you up to? Man, a lot. I don't. I, I think my roller desk just keeps going for some reason. My wife tells me, I, I thought she was retired. I thought she was going to hang hang it up for sure. But man, I, I own a bunch of uh, sports performance facilities and medical clinics and uh, a bunch of franchises. That's kind of what I got my myself into after retirement. Um, so right now, you know, like I was talking about HBCUs, we have stepped in. Delaware State University, we're the only uh, sports performance facility third-party group that have ever taken over a university. So we cover all 19 sports at Delaware. It's been a great partnership. We've given Delaware State what most Power 5 schools have, and that's sports performance training, nutrition, and recovery, right? And so our plan is to make sure that we can touch most HBCU schools across the United States. Um, you know, HBCU, HBCU schools are you know, we're just underfunded, man. We don't have the resources as the power fives. We, we don't have the, the cold and hot plunge tanks. We don't have all the float tanks. We don't have the saunas, the sleep beds. We don't have that, right? We don't even have the top nutrition. We don't have the top recovery. Um, so what I did is uh, I got the opportunity to, to bring my company to Delaware State University, and uh, we're continuing to scale. You know, now we're in conversations with four other universities about doing the same model at their school um, because it was a proven. It's a, it's a proven uh, model, and I think uh, no one's ever broken through that area. I was able to do that, and so it's been great for us. And, and now uh, I'm a partner in a, a, in, a, in a sub sandwich place called Cousin Sub up in the Midwest, uh, and it's been great for us and the company and the organization. So I didn't want to just become a franchisee. I wanted to be a partner, and uh, that family has been around for 51 years. So I knew that, you know, sometimes you just can't jump into a franchise without – a company franchise without being a part of something. So um, I told him that's what I wanted. I wanted to be family, and um, 
they open arms and welcome me in, and we've been very successful. And I've been with them now for a year, owning those franchises, and it's been great. And your son Christian is currently a receiver at Penn State. What's that experience been like for you as uh, a parent seeing Man, your son grow in the game? Hold on, hold on. Wait, where y'all been? What y'all talking about? Christian left Penn State a month ago. Did he? <laughs> okay, well... He's still he's still playing college football though currently, right? He, he, no, no, he is, man. He is. He uh entered the transfer portal right after the Michigan State game. Um and now he's at the University of Minnesota. So uh he's excited. He's about excited about the opportunity that he has there. Um uh Coach Blake's been great, man. He's been very open to him, very uh transparent with him and let him know like this is you know, this is what we do, this is who we are, and we love that, right? It's very structured, organized. Uh, I'm not saying Penn State wasn't like that. We love Penn State. I'm not going to never deny that. We love it. Uh, Coach Franklin was one of my coaches in Green Bay. He was a close friend of mine. Uh, he was like Christian's uncle. Um, but it was hard to leave. It was hard to leave Penn State. But I knew that, I mean, Christian realized that he wanted to get on the field now. He didn't want to wait. Uh, and so now this opportunity for him to, 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 to be a starter uh, and be a part of uh, the University of Minnesota's uh, office is going to be outstanding. Hey, Donald, we really appreciate you joining us today and spending some time here on Out of Bounds and doing some radio with us. All right, man, appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me, man. I appreciate it. Already driver. I'll catch up with you. It was Donald Driver, Super Bowl champion, receiver for the Green Bay Packers, spending some time here on Out of Bounds and uh, gave us a lot of info there, broke down the game with the Packers and Cowboys coming up, spoke a little about his career and then his son and where he is now. He's a proud yeah. parent. Yeah, he flew me down to his uh, his. Uh, weekend some years ago, he has a great weekend where he invited a whole bunch of retired players back, and he take care of us, man. Sounds man, like good times. Good time, man. Sounds like good times. We're gonna have more good times here on Out of Bounds coming back. We uh, we're gonna get into your Razor Hog update, and we're gonna take some more calls and get into some messages. Stay tuned. More of Out of Bounds coming up. Listen for Coach Kevin Kelly Wednesdays during the Zone, presented by the Little Rock Athletic Club. An all-indoor pickleball facility coming soon to Little Rock Athletic Club online at LRAC.com. This is SportsCenter. In just 24 hours, three legendary coaches are no longer on the sidelines. First up yesterday, news broke that Pete Carroll was out in Seattle. Carroll coached there for 14 years and won one Super Bowl. Of course, before that, he built a college football dynasty at USC. He's expected to enter semi-retirement and be an advisor for the Seahawks. Then it was announced that Nick Saban will be retiring. He coached at Alabama for 17 years, winning six national championships there. He won one national championship at LSU prior to coming to Alabama. And in the NFL this morning, the Patriots are parting ways with Bill Belichick after 24 seasons and six Super Bowl titles. New England had a winning record in 20 of his 24 seasons, but were just 29-38 and 38 since Tom Brady left. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. It's trade-in time at Guatney Chevrolet. Kick off the new year in style and comfort with the 2024 Chevy Equinox. Yours for just $23,999 with a qualifying trade-in. Or the iconic Chevy Silverado. Snag it for under $48,000 with your trade-in. Visit GuatneyChevrolet.com or stop by and see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville to learn more. We'll see you soon. Chevrolet, together let's drive. Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse presents Match Game on Morning Mayhem. Listen for your chance to play their version of the classic TV game show. Brought to you by Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse, Arkansas's truck accessory headquarters for over 30 years. Call 501-568-0040 today or click online at ArkansasTruck.com. Roger, did you know that Oakland Sports is the mobile app that lets you bet anywhere in Arkansas? Anywhere. So I can bet the over when I'm in Dover. Indeed you can. I can take the underdog in Dogtown. Absolutely. You're telling me I can bet on the pigskin and piggin? Yep. Hoops and Humnoke, baseball and boxite, long shots and Lavaca? All of the above. Anywhere, huh? Anywhere. Nice. Easy to use and even easier to fund. Bet with confidence. Bet with Oaklawn Sports. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, 
but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramps corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramps software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com slash sports. Ramp.com slash sports. R-A-M-P dot com slash sports. Roger Scott, I'm going to talk to you about Sigma Supply packaging products and how they think outside the box. Sigma Supply, they're problem solvers. Now, they've been helping business owners for years with their waste audit analysis program. They're going to come in, they're going to analyze your packaging and shipping, and see if automation is what you need to cut costs. Call or text sales manager David Breitenberg with Sigma Supply, and you can schedule your waste audit analysis. Here's the number, 501-617-4600. Sigma Supply packaging products. If you're not using Sigma Supply, you got low-grade product, man. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in their New Year's Auto loan special. Listen close. Offer ends January 31st. 3.99% interest on 22, 23, and 24 models. No payments for 90 days or up to 84 months financing. Don't delay. The Alcoa Community FCU New Year's Auto Loan Special with rates as low as 3.99% ends January 31st. Get pre-approved online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Serving Celine, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Welcome back to Out of Bounds, live from the Hogs Meat Market studio. Joe Franklin, Reggie Swinton, Jason Nicholson. We just had Donald Driver on, Super Bowl champ for the Green Bay Packers. And uh, we were able to get dig into some things with him. And Ethan responded and said that he, Ethan is a Packers fan. His wife is a Steelers fan. So he started off by saying that he would love it if our two teams could pull some upsets this week coming up. But also, he said that Donald Driver was his second favorite player behind Brett Favre that ever played for the Packers, and uh, he really enjoyed listening to him. Man, Donald was a very likable guy. You have to get to know him, man. He's a, a guy that does a lot for people and in a lot for Green Bay. Like he's a he's literally a god in Green Bay. He has this softball game every summer, and he invites all the current players and some former players out, man. And it sells out every year. He makes a lot of money for, I think it's the the Boys and Girls Club of Green Bay. This is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds. Presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union. Where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. Razorbacks took a loss to Georgia last night. And they're going to have to get right back on the court to take on Florida coming up. But here's the final from the game last night. Brazil feeds Davenport. Three-pointer at the horn is no good. Moss is going after the officials, and now they're going to they're gonna settle in. He'll shake hands with Mike White at the midcourt strike, and Georgia's won the ball game. Coach Moss discussed the game last night against Georgia, and he spoke about some of the differences in the game. You know, the difference in the game was – with some of their shooters making shots. Kane came in and went one of one from three, and Noah Thomason goes three for six from three, and you know their freshman number four goes one of three, and, and Justin Hill comes in and, and and Hill goes three for seven from three, and then and then you look at our three point numbers. If you look at every other statistical category, both teams shot 22 uh, foul shots. You know the turnovers are are 15 to to 13. You bring up why did we, you know, score 42 one half and 24 the other. We took much better care of the basketball, five second half turnovers, uh, as opposed to, um, you know, the, the, the 10 turnovers that we had at halftime. We did a really bad job taking care of the basketball in the first half, and uh, second half took a little bit better care of the basketball. 
Coach Muss, uh, he also commented a little more about the game, saying that there were some further deficiencies during that game. Yeah, I mean, I thought we played hard. We come out of timeouts and have at least three times wide open looks and uh, and miss them, and then they come down and and there's I mean their shooters are making shots and ours are not. I, I mean I don't know. And then we're you know we're we're obviously not the defensive team uh, that we've been over the last four years. We're not we're not guarding the ball like we have. We're certainly not guarding the three point shot. If your overall team defense is not up to what it's been in the past, then your offense should be better. I mean, three for 21, we had a bunch of defenders in the past that, that could go three for 21. Coach Muss on Tremont Mark. Well, yeah, we moved him to the point. You know, his middle pick and roll, he was phenomenal. I mean, he goes 10 of 10 from the foul line. We only take 22 foul shots. He takes 10 of the 22. Thought he was super effective. He leads us in rebounding. You know, our two guards did a great job on the glass, Debo and, and T-Mark. You know, I thought he did a good job attacking the basket. And Andy had three steals in the area. You know, we've been talking about trying to create more turnovers, and, and certainly his, uh, you know, his three steals are, are things that we're looking for. Well, the game coming up against Florida is a short turnaround. Arkansas plays Florida on Saturday. Here's Coach Muss on Florida. Florida's a team that can win the SEC. I don't know what the results were tonight, which, which is irrelevant because uh, I know how good a coach Todd Golden is. I've known him for a long time. Not often do coaches have camaraderie. I, I actually talked to Todd earlier today. Um, they're big. They rebound. They have great guard play. Uh, they're well-connected. They play extremely hard. They play very, very fast. You know, they're, they're one of the top-tier teams in, in, in the SEC. There's no question. They have an opportunity. They're not just an NCAA tournament team. Uh, you know, they're a team that, that can win games in the tournament for sure. There it is for your Razor Hog update. And uh, Coach Muss talked a little about the game last night, but also coming up against Florida. And it's a team that continues to try to get better on the court. They've taken two losses. They're 0-2 in conference. Lost to Auburn. Lost to, Florida, lost to Georgia last night. Taking on Florida next. And it doesn't look like it's getting any easier. But they have to turn it around. Let's go to the phones and talk to 49er John. What's up, 49er John? What's going on? How y'all doing? Doing good. What up? Um, I, um, you doing all right, Reggie? I'm good. Good, good, good. I'm hey, I'm loving this week. Uh, cowgirls going up against the Green Bay Fakers, so I'm I'm just enjoying this, you know. And Reggie, I'm putting y'all on upset alert. I said that Monday, but I'm gonna re I'm gonna say it again. I'm putting Dallas on upset alert. So wait, wait, wait. If if the Packers are fakers, then why are the Cowboys mm-hmm. on upset alert? I don't. You'll never hear me giving the the fakers and the the, the cowgirls any props. So, so it really doesn't matter now. who wins that game. It, but you just saying. You know what? I, I I predict the Packers to beat them. But if Dallas win, we'll see them in the NFC Championship game. I mean, I I can I, I'm happy either way. Okay. Okay. And, and either way, though, if they beat mm-hmm. the if they beat the Packers. Both teams uh-huh. would have to win a game to get to play each other yeah. in the NFC Championship game, right? If if Dallas get past the Packers, I don't see them having no trouble with. Um, they're gonna play Detroit. I see. I see Dallas beating Detroit possibly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I, and, and you I, say no no problem for the Forty ers whoever they play, right? <laughs> we we getting the troops back now. We our injuries, our injured guys are coming back now. So and we getting all this rest. Hell no, no one. I don't see any problem. <laughs> Hell no. Hey, listen Nothing. to me. It's 3.39. Hey, Reggie. You... Let's mark this day. Let's mark this uh-huh. time because John uh-huh. finally said something good about the Cowboys. He said the Cowboys could win a game. Let's yeah, remember this. Let's, let's remember this because yeah, he never gave us no credit. Hey, 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 Reggie, you could win a game, but I, I mean, li- listen to the, the crap you've been saying today. Oh, after the 49ers, after Dallas lost to the 49ers, C.E. Lamb went to the coach. Well, what the he- why he didn't go to him at halftime? <laughs> why he didn't go to him after the third quarter? Don't give me that crap. C.D. Lamb could have had 42 catches against the 49ers. We still would have kicked y'all ass, Reggie. 42 to 10. <laughs> Don't forget that. 42 to 10. That goes for you, Savage, and all the rest of y'all cowgirl fans. 
You know, and then let me give y'all some more bad news, cowgirl fans. 42 years ago, yesterday, you were the born. catch happened. The catch. <laughs> the catch. Joe Montana. Remember the catch? All you cowgirl fans, I know y'all hate to hear that. And then another thing. Then another thing. Reggie, you old enough to remember Super Tecmo Bowl and Tecmo Bowl, right? Yeah. Okay. I know for a fact you didn't play with the cowgirls on that game. You played with the who? What team did you play with, Reggie? On Super Tecmo Bowl. Don't lie. Super Tecmo Bowl? With Bo Jackson. Yes. Everybody yeah. played with Bo Jackson. No, no, no. And Everybody played with team? Bo Jackson. <clears throat> okay. What was the other team? Bo Jackson. That's it. And who else? That's it. I'm telling oh, you, no. that's it. John. John, 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 are you listening? Are you listening? I said Bo Jackson is all every little kid played with. Now, that's a lie. Go back and get the game. The 49ers were the best team on there. What are you talking about? We ain't talking about teams. We're talking about players. They played with the best player, which was Bo Jackson. Well, well, I mean. Ready. Down. Hut, hut. Do you remember that? But you didn't play with the cowgirls is all I'm saying. (laughs) 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 And then, listen, why in the hell would you give a guy uh, um, uh, NFL, whatever they call it, because, Joe, I've seen the same show you saw about Michael Parsons. Keep in mind, this guy had three games against the 49ers, five tackles, but you give him like he's going to the Hall of Fame. You give him Cause, something. Because he has an interesting career, background. He has an interesting who? background. Nick Bosa got an interesting background. Of course he, he does. What, what is him. it? What is it? What's his interesting background? Huh? Tell us. What is it? What's his interesting background? Yes, please. His whole family are 49ers. He's a Bosa. Bye. You know? What else, John? What this else? Nothing. What else? <laughs> Nothing. When the 49ers got beat three games in a row, I messaged John three weeks in a row, no response. But he want to get on here and talk like the 49ers ain't lost the game this year. Boy, get out of here. All right, and more news. So uh, Coach Belichick, he said that he kind of left it open the same way as Pete Carroll where Nick Saban is retiring. Pete Carroll was talking like he wanted to continue coaching so almost like this wasn't his decision to become an advisor for the Seahawks Bill Belichick said he's looking forward to the future like he still wants to coach and he's looking forward to whatever else is out there yeah, but I'm thinking this time man Bill you got what six championships maybe seven I think it's seven right yeah man enjoy life you have nothing well, else to no, prove no it's eight actually because Six with the Patriots, two as an assistant Assistant for the Giants. So you got, but you know, as a head coach, you got six. What else do you have left to prove? Nothing. You're 72 years old, man. Enjoy your life. Go spend your money. Go have fun. Take your wife and grandkids out. Enjoy life. He's going for that all-time wins record by an NFL head coach. That's what he's won. He's won to break that record held by Don Shula. He's in the Hall of Fame regardless. So it's really going to matter. He doesn't have anything to prove, not at all, but he still has the passion for it. That 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 was kind of the message that he put out there. Still has the passion for it. So it'll be interesting to see is eight available jobs now. There's going to be interest in them. That's now, the most in a long time. Yeah, and, and it's been said that the commanders, the Washington commanders, have no interest in them. So we don't know if that's just been floated out there as a rumor or what the case may be, but... So far, um, that's one of the teams that pretty much said they're out, if that's true. But other than that, you're talking about six other openings that he's one of the greatest coaches of all time. People are saying that right now he didn't win without Tom Brady, so maybe it's not him. He's not as hot right now because he didn't win the thing without Tom Brady. And the draft after Tom Brady wasn't the greatest draft that they've had. So he may have hurt himself right there. And it really... If you want to kill your career, go be a you know, Washington coach. If you are looking for a safe and loving home for you or your loved one, visit Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center. Just 15 minutes from Little Rock in Benton, our skilled nursing staff is dedicated to providing quality long-term care and short-term therapy. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. 
you can call Heartland home. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. We're going abroad for the first time in years to Spain. So we started using Babbel. And started learning Spanish fast. With Babbel, you can start having conversations in another language in just three weeks. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. In just three weeks, we're starting to have conversations in Spanish. Gracias, Babbel. Babbel, language for life. Start learning a new language today at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Hey, it's Brooke here, and at Chris Crane Hyundai, we've got a huge selection of pre-loved vehicles like never before. Late models loaded with new technology? Check. Payments to fit any budget? Check. Silverado, Civic, Broncos, and more? Check, check, check. Thanks that love to say yes? You know it. Our pre-loved inventory has never been better than now. Come visit your friends at Chris Crane Hyundai on Museum Road in Conway and online at ChrisCraneHyundai.com. Double Bees presents Joseph Pinion when he joins Randy and Rick each week on Drive Time Sports. Double Bees is an Arkansas company with over 34 locations and growing strong across Arkansas. Double Bees, where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double Bees. Y'all know I love Sissy's Log Cabin, and when people ask me why, I answer with three words. The Sissy's Promise. The Sissy's Promise is everything that sets Sissy's apart from other jewelers. The first part of the promise is their commitment to only carry spectacular natural diamonds. Seriously, you can't go wrong with a Sissy's Diamond or any other gem for that matter. If it's in their selection, you know it's a quality stone that will be treasured for generations. The second part of the Sissy's Promise is the guarantee of extraordinary service, selection, experience, and quality. Every time I walk into a Sissy's store or shop online, I know I'm going to be taken care of. They really treat me like family. That level of trust is hard to find, and I know they'll be my jeweler for a lifetime. Want to experience the Sissy's Promise for yourself? Stop by any of their stores in Pine Bluff, Little Rock Heights, Jonesboro, Memphis, Conway, or Little Rock Promenade, or visit Sissy's Log Cabin. When you do something for over 45 years, you get really good at it. Like Roger here. He's been raking leaves for over 45 years. With a twist of his trusty rake, he can shape a pile of leaves into a grizzly bear catching salmon. A one-fifth scale of Mount Rushmore. Whoa. Even a working international space station. Stunning detail, Roger. We're a lot like Roger raking leaves, except we do it with insurance. Williamson Insurance, protecting your business and your family for over 45 years. Cozy up to the ultimate comfort food. Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three-cheese blend to make our delicious mac. And top it with chopped hand-breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl meal. Full served with Texas toast and a medium drink. The Mac is back and oh so tasty. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People.
Welcome back to Out of Bounds from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. It's the last segment. Joe Franklin, Reggie Swinton, Jace Nicholson, and uh, Southern Structural Solutions text line. Reg, uh, some good comments for you. Says you told 49er John to get out of here. Want to give you a shout out. I was in a graduating class at Central in 1999. Had you as a substitute teacher. And uh, that may have been in between getting into the league, trying to break in at the time. And uh, said, you're an awesome guy. Always love having you as a substitute. So giving you a lot of props there. Say, man, I appreciate it. I remember those days. That's when Central was good in basketball, Joe Johnson's era. And they would never go to class. They would all come sit in my room all day long. I'm snitching. (laughs) (laughs) Joe Johnson, Jared Hart, all them guys, man, would come sit in my classroom all day long. Dalen Smith. Yeah, Dalen Smith. uh, So many. um, Mark. uh, Mark Mark Green. Green. Yeah. Yeah. Man, they would walk around the hallways. Always come sit in my classroom. Won that championship game by 44 points over North Little Rock. Rock. Yeah, Yeah. man. Had us proud. That was big time. Yeah. And, And they're back. Central is back as far as basketball. Yeah, man. we Really good but, team. But now we got beat by Bryant a couple nights ago. Number one versus number three, and Bryant won. Let's go to the phones and talk to Just Chuck. What's up, Just Chuck? What's up, y'all? What up? Hey. Man. Hey, man. It's 49er John, man. <laughs> that dude wears me out. The one I, I texted y'all, but I wanted to call and say it anyway. When, it, when fans are talking to fans and they start talking about we are going to kick y'all's ass, that's one thing. But when a regular fan is talking to a former NFL player talking about how we're going to kick y'all's ass, <laughs> it's, that's not, it just, it's not right, man. It's apples and oranges. He can talk that crap to other fans. When he's talking to an NFL player, he needs to watch his mouth. <laughs> hey, we appreciate the call, Chuck. Am I not wrong? No, no, you're right on. All right, he, take it easy. All right take care, Chuck. <laughs> he, he likes to do what he does, and uh, we have fun with it. So there's always speculation with the Kelseys. Mm-hmm. Is this going to be their last season? And, and most of the time it's with Jason Kelsey, and now there's starting to be speculation about Travis Kelsey. He's 35 years old, and how much longer is he going to play well, Travis Kelsey addressed that recently, and he said he plans on playing in 2024. Now, it'll still be a big question with Jason because um, he is still playing at a high level. He's a Super Bowl champion, played in the Super Bowl last year, and, you know, he's chasing that, that goal of trying to get a second championship. But as we've talked about with some of these people who are well-accomplished, it's not that he needs a second Super Bowl championship, but he's just playing for the love of the game. And at some point, there was a documentary about about Trav, about Jason Kelsey, and you saw the interaction with Travis Kelsey. They do their podcast together. And uh, you did see his wife saying that she thought that last season was going to be the last season. They the, said the season last before. season. They said last season was his last season. But I guess if you're still burning, man, keep playing. And uh, they have young kids. They have three girls, I believe, and maybe four girls. But, you know, that, that's something, Reg, that you've experienced where you have kids and you miss time with them, seeing them playing the game, seeing them in the activities and doing certain things. And as a player, you miss a lot of those things. And I think that was one of the things that I believe I read a story years ago about Jerry Rice and his son. Maybe I'm wrong, but I read this, uh, that – I think Rice's son has some sort of resentment because Jerry was always playing and gone and missing some of his little league games, and so I think that affected him a little bit. Uh, so at some point in time, you got to put your family first and your kids first. If you've made enough money, you're setting your career, uh, you've got enough years in, you're vested, you won a Super Bowl, at what point, like Driver did, where you just say, hey, I've done enough, now it's time for me to settle down and be a, you know, a dad, a husband. Quinn Ewers has announced that he's returned to Texas for a senior season this is something that was out there and speculated about. And uh, kind of the rumors were out there that this is the direction he planned on going. But now it's official where he is going to return for a senior season at Texas. And we've already seen some changes that happened there. The backup quarterback, Malik Murphy, transferred. He got in the portal. He transferred. And um, Arch Manning is the backup there. But Quinn Ewers coming back for another season, Arch Manning the backup, and we'll see uh, what happens after that. But 
Quinn Ewers announced on social media he is returning for a senior season. That's something you rarely see. NBA draft. They are finalizing plans to turn this upcoming draft, the 2024 draft, into a two-night event. Now, the draft, the first and second rounds have been all within one night. Now, there are plans. They need to get the final approval and get it together. But um, they're trying to get it finalized where they're going to have the first and second rounds on successive nights, June 26th and 27th. And they're trying to get it together where they can make it official and make it uh, a two-night process. But they, Joe, they shouldn't do that because we all know that, that the second round is not guaranteed contracts. So why are you prolonging the second round when it's not guaranteed? Just to stretch it out and get more more eyeballs on it, get more notoriety. And some of these second-round contracts have become guaranteed in, in most recent years. They Not all of them are, but some of the players at the top of the second round, because of the fact that you've seen players that were drafted in the second round have a lot of success. Jokic was drafted in the second round. Draymond Green drafted in the second round. So you've seen... Plenty of players in the second round have a lot of success. But you're stretching it out, and you're stressing out the players. So they say amongst a number of reasons for the expansion of the event, it's for TV rights and for the partnerships there. And uh, the NBA and teams are hopeful that the hours between Wednesday night, so they're talking about moving it up because it's always been on Thursday night. So the first night would be Wednesday night, and then second round on Thursday night. So the hours between the first and second rounds – will give teams more time to make trades and plan out their strategies over the second night. So, I don't it, like it. I don't like <laughs> it. It all it all goes hand in hand with trying to bring some more attention but also just uh giving teams more of an opportunity of getting the players that they want. Birthdays today. Amanda Peet, actress, 52 years old. Mary J Blige is 53. And uh, Naomi Judd, who has passed on, but she uh, today would be her birthday also. And then Kim Coles, who was played on several TV shows over the years. She's 62 years old today. So that's going to wrap it up for Out of Bounds. Jace, man, it was a great experience having you in and hope to see you quite a bit. Yeah, absolutely. I had, I had a blast. Hopefully I'll bring me on a little bit more often. Yeah, appreciate you coming in, spending some time. Reg, always good to see you. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for all you do whenever you come in and spend some time on Out of Bounds. Indeed, man. Appreciate you having me. That's it for Out of Bounds. Drive Time Sports coming up next. It's trade-in time at Guatney Chevrolet. Kick off the new year in style and comfort with the 2024 Chevy Equinox. Yours for just $23,999 with a qualifying trade-in. Or the iconic Chevy Silverado. Snag it for under $48,000 with your trade-in. Visit GuatneyChevrolet.com or stop by and see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville to learn more. We'll see you soon. Chevrolet. 